and welcome to my Xbox and me, episode 367. Man, I've missed that. I am one of your hosts, MC Fixer, alongside the one and only Matt P. Video. Matt, how are you? I'm good, mate. I'm good. It's good to have you back properly and not just see your face in a little intro video. Hey, 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 hey. Never missed a week. It's been uh, 367 weeks and never missed a week. And of I course... The one and only, no longer babyface, too fresh, crash, crash. How are you? I'm doing good. I'm gonna trim it again. No, don't do it. Don't do it. I like it. I like it when I like it when you're all bare and grizzly. You look all fucking rugged. You just want me to be an angry old man? Is that what you want me to be? <laughs> You are kind of the angry old man of the podcast, uh, no. if I'm honest. <laughs> you are. You've got Matt, the posh guy. You've got me, the... Uh, what am I? What, what was I be under? I don't know. I'm just a bit mental, if I'm being honest with you. I'm not the crazy old guy that you said. Well, not even... I mean, well, I'm technically old now, but the crazy old guy... Man, I'm the oldest on the podcast. I think you've always been the oldest on the podcast. I know, but now I've hit That's... the big 3 -0. It's like <laughs> I'm the actual old guy of the podcast. <laughs> What? Why are you laughing so much? Why? Why did Matt say? I think you've always been the oldest guy. There could be any other option. <laughs> For your birthday, like maybe not, but now you're thinking about. I think that makes you the oldest man. I'm just, Why are you I'm just. Fun of me for saying it. He said it. I'm just saying, Matt. It was Matt's birthday as well, but we missed that week. I felt really, do you know? I felt really fucking bad. Where I'm like, this year was meant to be the year of like organization. Get things done. Do things better. Do, 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 do. And in a lot of ways, we haven't. In a lot of ways, we have. A lot of things have changed. But I saw it was your birthday, and I was like, huh, probably should have uh, done something a little bit nicer for Matt's birthday, if we're being honest. And then the mad thing is, week, <laughs> the mad thing is, we then I've never skipped my birthday week on the podcast. And I was just like, because I do roleplay now, usually what I would do is I'd do a big, 24 not 24 like usually like a 12 hour stream which i end up doing 14 anyway but i slot in like we'll play jackbox and we'll do this and then we'll do the podcast midway through it usually and this year i was just like 14 hours of role play and it was just like it wasn't the same i'm not doing that again never again never again sorry <laughs> uh, if you don't know this is my xbox and me our weekly xbox podcast i swear we'll talk about news and games soon um if you want to show early, head over to patreon.com slash mcfixer and you can watch us live right now like the live audience is. Uh, also, go find us on all podcast services. I haven't checked the reviews in ages, so that should be interesting. Uh, we had a look at the US ones last week and there were no new ones. Oh, no, damn. No. I'll, have a look at, I'll have a look at the UK one in a second. Uh, shout out to our Patreon producers, Mr. Erringard and FNH Paul. So I got on, for those of you who don't know, I got this big birthday message. Oh, wait, you both know. You both know because you're a part of it. Thank you very much for being a part of it. It will go on YouTube this week. I've just been so busy. Uh, people want to see my reaction to it, so I'll put it up on YouTube. It was an hour long. That video was an hour long? An you should really... hour long. I, I don't know if you've done it, but the person you should really think is Haley. No, I've, like I've thanked Haley. I've thanked Haley. Yeah. Haley, put it this, let's just put it this way, yeah? Haley. I feel like Haley had like a emotional dump after she gave me the video and I was watching it because you could tell this was months of planning. Oh, yeah. Months and stressed. months of super stress. Bro, it had Greg Miller. It had Ryan McCaffrey. 
it had you guys. It, it had so many celebs. It had so many of my industry <laughs> friends. Do not put us in the same echelon as those other people you just mentioned. <laughs> what are you doing? No, but it was, it was like, so I'll put it up on my YouTube channel when I get a second. Um, you guys should watch it. I know, like I just said, it's an hour long, but it's, it's, D shout out to Despawn as well who helped edit it. Shout out to Haley, obviously, who organized it. Shout out to everybody who participated. Watching it, I'm just like, huh, how'd you get that person? How did you get this person? And like, like a lot of industry friends that like, you're like, huh, Mike from uh, Outside Xbox um, was in it as well. It's just like hearing, hearing the behind the scenes of it from Haley now as well, where she's like, this happened and then this happened and then that didn't happen and that did And it was just like, Oh yeah, I'd never be able to pull this off. Like yeah. impossible, impossible. And the that the you got to remember, I've got all these connections to these people, so I've got that I can DM them, I can email them, I can do all this stuff. Haley doesn't have any of that, <laughs> so right. she's happy to be like, "Hi, I'm Haley. <laughs> um, I do this for Fixer." Yeah, so it was a, it was an interesting one. It was an interesting one. But thank you guys for participating. But what I was saying was, we got the face reveal of Erengard during that video, which I was like, ah, this is what this man looks like. How wild. Yeah, I'll put it up. I'll put it up. I'll put it up. I wasn't there live, but uh, yeah. Do you know, see that. it would have, do you know, I, I don't know, I'm not complaining, but I kind of complain about everything. Oh, it, it should have been published on YouTube and then I reacted it from YouTube. Oh, yeah. And it should have just been unlisted. That's what we should have done. But Hayley, how would Haley go on my channel without me noticing? And da 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 da. Yeah, it was a it was a whole thing. I get, I get. Um, topic of the show this week is I'm back, and people might be asking yourself, people might be asking yourself, fixer. That doesn't really sound like a great topic of the show. But I've got so much to share, and I just want to talk to you guys. I feel like obviously something big happened in uh in my birthday. But something bigger happened on this podcast because I wasn't on it. Like, hold on. No, no, on, I, I was, I was, I did the intro, but yeah. it was the first time. No. I was just like, yes, because even when I was in America, I still started the podcast and I cut out. Got you. It was the first time that I was like, and you know what was funny? It was like Matt's been trying to do this for ages, like just like. Fixer, just let us do it. Like, you're busy, oh, just let us do it. Fixer, just let us do it. And it was weird how, like, for me, I was just like, do you know what? Fuck it. All right. You guys deal with it. You, like, you, you do it. You know, I, I feel like there was a part of you that would have been somewhat happy if we failed. Not that you would have wanted <laughs> it to fail, but oh, then... Like <laughs> It would That's never like be a question life. again. Yeah, it would never be a question like, "Fix has got to be here for it." No, I'll be honest with you. If I'm, if we want to get all sappy and shit, I'm proud of both of you. Like, it makes me happy seeing you guys. Matt has his own. Chris, you're you lazy as fuck, bro. If you start streaming, maybe you'll get your own. But Matt has like his own like core. My Xbox and me fans, you know. Like, there's people out there yeah. like Team Matt, and I'm like, yo. We can't be letting Matt take over. I want you all to know. Like, I need everybody to understand, yeah? Matt can't take over. This is, this ain't happening. But here's the thing, though. People will always root for the underdog, and you two bully me, and therefore uh, people are rooting for me, you know? <laughs> bully? That's a strong word. Boy, bully? Yeah. Me and Fix? I 
Never. <laughs> never. <laughs> I don't want to. I don't. Fix, you think so? I no way. So. Bro, me, I've never bullied majority anybody vote, in yeah. my life. I, I, should we vote on it? Let's vote on it. Let's vote on it. So we vote. We don't bully Matt. Vote. We don't bully Matt. Cool. Vote cleared. Vote cleared. Vote cleared. You ever need to explain to somebody in your life what gaslighting is? But no. But on a real though, I am. I was super, super proud of both of you. I've been proud of both of you anyway. You're doing your own reaction stuff. Matt, obviously, you've been starting doing the streams. I know lately you've been a bit more busy, so you've not been able to. Hey, that's life, bro. Trust me. As someone who is, so as someone who has now been consistently. Um, busy which i've never been in my life it's it's hard it's hard and there was i don't know if you guys saw the tweet that that went out the other day from mine and chris's conversation about like the podcast being a burden was like what i think like we said and uh, it wasn't yeah it wasn't ever that we don't like doing the podcast it was chris wakes up at stupid o'clock in the morning sometimes to do the podcast that is a burden i'm doing twenty five thousand things so then to think I need to try and fit an hour podcasting, which usually goes to an hour and a half. And then it yeah. puts everything back. And then it's like, oh, now I'm eating dinner at eight o'clock instead of, and Matt, I'm sure the same thing happens to you, at eight o'clock instead of six o'clock when I want to. Those things are burdens. The podcast itself, when we're doing it and putting it out and creating the content and having the conversations, is never a burden. We love yeah. doing this show. I've, I, You don't do something for nearly seven years and then like wake up one day and go oh i hate this now no it's just it's a lot and that's the one thing i want to commend both of you on because chris you do the show notes now matt you do the thumbnails and you do the live stuff now and you you can produce and all that stuff like you've taken so much off of my plate that it's starting to get to a point where i'm just like yeah it feels good like coming in and just being able to go oh what's the topic of the show me again oh, i don't know chris just sorted it and then even if it's like there ain't no news like eh, we'll figure it out it's that easy. It's that easy now. So thank you both. I appreciate it. Now, on the other hand, I didn't listen to your episode. I was on holiday. I've got to be honest with you. Didn't care. You know, you guys suck. After all that, you guys suck. Like, how'd you it go? How'd it... Get bullied. I feel like we got our own <laughs> Very light news week. Oh, was no, it bad? It was super light. It was super light. Discord was the biggest topic. Yeah, Discord mm. coming to Xbox was the biggest topic. And and then we mostly just took user questions because nice. there was plenty of them. And good. that was good fun. Yeah. Good. So how was it doing a podcast without me? Like fully without me? Like just used to, on the mic, how did it go? It wasn't bad. <laughs> it was good. Here's the thing. Like me and Matt have also been doing reaction content. So it wasn't that foreign and we've done a couple of those streams on my xbox yeah me. it wasn't that 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 different i just think the only thing that i was noticeable like while recording and after recording was uh i don't think either me or matt were necessarily well matt ended up posting it and i don't think matt was prepared nor was i ready for someone not you to prepare yeah to be yeah yeah, yeah, yeah. matt did a bad job it's just I've learned to read your like social cues, like when to go in and all that stuff. That with just me and Matt, that was a little bit off. Oh, but that so. comes with time. Yep. Yeah, and also just the function of a two-person podcast is very different to three. Oh, so yes. like, it, it yeah. feels more like I'm interviewing Crash, Crash, or I'm just like queuing Crash up to talk about this thing, and then mm -hmm. I'll talk about it. And, it. and it's it's more like an interview than it is. Like this is like our kind of chit chat, right? Like not if you're good at it. Dynamic is very different. Not if you're good at it. No, no, no. Not that you're not good at it. You're just you're not. You haven't got the rapport yet to, as a two yeah, man. Yeah. I think 
the the I love this conversation because anybody who's thinking of starting a podcast, there is a skill to podcasting. And let me teach you another thing. There is even more of a skill to podcasting through Discord or whatever yep. software it is that you use. Crash is 100% right. Social cues, knowing when to insert yourself, knowing when to back off on a conversation. Like, it's so hard. And again, I'm such a big personality that it must be really hard to, like, get a word in this way. So... <laughs> sometimes it's really difficult to like want to say something and just be like i can't and then yep. the time goes by and it's like mm -hmm. can't run back to that topic that's over the thought i had is just gonna have to die but it's very unfortunate sometimes you've got better you've got better but yeah so for those reasons people didn't know it was my birthday so i wasn't around then Haley surprised me with a trip to lanzarote so i went to lanzarote for four days and did nothing i'm talking eating drinking and sleeping i've never slept on a holiday more than i did this holiday it was literally wake up, go get breakfast, come back to the hotel room. What do you have to survive? Have a nap. <laughs> go out to the pool, <laughs> lay by the pool, have a nap. <laughs> wake up, get in the pool, get out of the pool, have a nap. <laughs> go back to the room, what do you have to survive? Have a nap, go for dinner. <laughs> it was so, it was just four days of sleep. And I feel, I don't know if you can tell, but I feel so much better. Like, I've got energy again which I just didn't have. And uh, maybe that'll be gone soon. But right now, the energy is there. And I'm, I'm super, super, super happy. But let's get to the main thing. What is going on with Peppa Pig? Because that's the only thing, that's the only thing that I got picked up on, like, through the Discord and stuff. I was scanning. I didn't pick up on anything else. But Peppa Pig came up in conversation. So... Two things. Firstly... You've let us down, Potato Squad, because the thing he should have picked up on was Parappa the Rapper. Oh, I did. No, that's a lie. I did see that, but I wasn't <laughs> sure what. To be honest with you, I was like, why would. Okay, where my head went. We're an Xbox podcast. Why the fuck are they talking about Parappa the Rapper, and why am I being tagged on it? Like, what? what uh, you're muted, Crash. It was a great in moment. Um world building alternate universe building yeah. so uh, Man okay. last week had a question that was uh if you could pick any three video game characters to be you guys in the uh quote-unquote my xbox v podcast yeah alternate universe, <laughs> okay and we agreed that you would be parappa the rapper because it's fitting <laughs> that makes sense only that he was that done dirty by xbox <laughs> <laughs> or by playstation so he went over to xbox okay yeah. so uh that that's what that was and that uh, was crash which is now owned by xbox and then i was marcus phoenix so ah uh, okay yeah that makes Basically sense normal conversation for us to have on the podcast really um but the reason peppa pig came up was was actually perfectly normal reason to we were talking about whether or like we're seeing a lot of conversation about people canceling game pass and this is you know oh. months, i feel like more um and we were saying like well look Game Pass might not be for you right now, but like for some people, some people have parents out there and they want to plonk their kid down in front of Peppa Pig, which came to Game Pass a couple of weeks ago. And that's a big deal for some people, right? It's like Netflix having all these cartoons and games and it's just such a broad audience. Um, and then Aldous Lair, I think it was, tweeted that he is in exactly that position. Like he sat his kid down in front of Peppa Pig on Game Pass and was like, Nah, Slayer ain't got no, no kids. No, 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 no. It wasn't oh. Aldous Lair. He's the one who asked the question, which was... Um... Apologies. 
is Game Pass missing? I forgot the exact wording he used. See, I love that I know our audience enough. Big polls. I love yeah. I know our audience where I'm like, no, nope, um, Slayer's got no kids. I know that for a fact. <laughs> it? Yeah, it doesn't, it it doesn't matter. Smitty. Might be, the, oh, the, Little Smee. That makes sense. Yeah. That makes perfect sense. He's got two kids. Congratulations to Little Smee. Oh, yeah, yeah. I saw that. He's just had, a, just had his second him. child. So uh, hoping for, obviously... I know there was some stuff going on, so obviously some congratulations there indeed. And uh, your thoughts, my thoughts are with you. And good, you know, it's weird, bro. Everyone's having kids. Ain't it gonna be weird when I have a kid? Yeah, that's gonna be weird. It's gonna be like a little mini fix. I don't, Mario. dude. I don't know what I'm gonna do about like having a kid on camera and all that. I'm so, I'm so complexed by the conversation that it fresh i'm like i want to show off my bundle of joy but does my bundle of joy want to be shown off and like mm. just because this is what i do for a living do i nah, it's a whole thing it doesn't matter it doesn't matter but yeah man um what else was i meant to oh, there was something else pepper Alpha was on the list and obviously pepper pig so does anyone play pepper pig though no guys easy faz and g easy faz really? and g easy faz and g did you play Peppa Pig? I haven't played it yet, but I saw the achievement list and then I downloaded Peppa Pig. So this will wow. be out. This will be out before like today I announced. Um, I announced today that I am working with Intel. So I've got a brand new uh, Intel laptop. Um, hashtag not ad for this, but I am being paid. So take what I say with a pinch of salt. But now I can actually game on the go. Finally. So now I've got Game Pass on my on my gaming laptop that I can now take with me to work and so I've downloaded all these games where I'm like unpacked. Oh yes, that game's gonna be getting smashed <laughs> on the train. Like Peppa Pig for a quick easy thousand G. Oh yes. Like I've got all it's... these games that I'm just like, yes, I can finally have other stuff to talk about on my journeys. <laughs> I just imagine you playing Peppa Pig on the train and then some parents like, can you unplug your headphone? My kid's trying to watch. But hey, get out of here. <laughs> <laughs> this game ain't co-op. Move yourself. <laughs> but yeah, it's um so yeah, I've got that coming. So I'm like downloaded all these games, and I'm like, so okay, let's get into uh, what's been in our box, what we've been playing, because I've had Dustfall before the game was out. Started it was like, okay, I need to put more. I need to like actually sit down and play this the way I play until dawn. And so I was like, I'm waiting. And now I've got the quarry, and I have. Um, Dustfall. Dustfall? I am saying the corner. As Dustfall. Right? Thank you. Um, I've got those two sitting there. Have either of you played either? Which one do I start? Like, which? Neither of you. I've played as Dustfalls. You don't like it. I don't think it's a game for me. Yeah, that makes sense. That so, makes sense. Uh, like, I, I played, I didn't play a lot. So I'm being very, very open about that. But I played maybe 15 to 20 minutes. The aesthetic of it, the way it was telling its story, immediately it was like, as soon as I started it, honestly, my mind was like, nope, don't, you don't like this game, stop playing yeah. this game, why are you playing this game? I just kept going because I was like, it'll get to a good part, and I just kept going into it. And I'm like, I just don't care. I don't care about this um, world, this game. It's getting a lot of like good nines. Plays. I don't want to say it's a bad I'm seeing, game. I'm seeing yeah. nines, eight nines, like narratively, always. I mean, that's where yeah. that game lives and dies is on this narrative. So, like, for me to... Uh, yeah. I'm hearing it's narratively good. It's like, well, yeah, you bloody hope <laughs> yeah, so. It's yeah. a narrative-driven game. Um, yeah. So I, I don't want to, like... Uh, it isn't meant to, like, 
tear the game down. It just really wasn't for me. Yeah. I th- bro, that doesn't surprise me in the slightest that it wasn't for you. Like, I, I started about 10, 20 minutes, and I was like, oh, yes, I'm going to love this game. Let me get back to this when I've got a big chunk of time. And then I had a surprise holiday. So <laughs> I was like, okay, no time for that. Um, and Matt, you've not played it yet? That's, that seems like a you and the missus type game. Yeah, exactly. But we picked up Row 96 just before As Dust Falls came out, ah. which is phenomenal. Told you! You're absolutely right. And so we want to finish that. And then I think As Dust Falls will be our next thing. Um, but yes, that's where we're at. Uh, I played Road 96 as well. And, and? Uh, I liked it. Ah! Yeah. I was kind of surprised that I liked it. I did not think that... Um, I, me and Matt talked about it last week, and I was like, I've just been avoiding playing it because every, I keep hearing people say good things about it, but it just seems like another walking sim to me, and I feel like I'm going to play it, and I'm just going to be let down by it. Um, it is just another walking sim. I, I, um, I disagree. I think, it's more, I think it's more than that. Nah. Oh, I, I, Why would you say it's more than a walking sim? Because there's a, like an element of randomness to it. There's like an objective that you're pushing to like like you're you're like changing the world it's not just here's the story make a decision and, but, and you have no impact no but i think on the on the that in uh, walking sims as well no. some somewhat not to not to as in depth as, yeah. as road 96 but i think the way i'm looking at it is mechanically right i'm breaking down what the game is the game te- <laughs> it sounds boring when you sound like this but the game is you start here get to here that's what the game is and walk through the game that's what a walking sim is to me that doesn't mean the game isn't good because i'm telling you right now road 96 is fantastic what it does really well is it sets up a lot of questions for you as you're playing and you're meeting characters and they'll sort of shy away from certain topics or stuff like that and Mm -hmm. you're like oh i've only done like 24 percent of this character's story or whatever that's that's the Uh, bit that got me when you yeah i did my first playthrough and i completely didn't meet two characters mm-hmm. like, yeah who are those two characters like, yeah i meet them now it was that moment for me where i walked into the game thinking it was just another walking sim and then when i ended my first playthrough being like wait what if i do this again what happens and then you do it again you're like whoa yeah. this, ain't the, this ain't the same this this isn't the same like wait a minute i was expecting to go through again and like, oh, I take a left turn here and there is Jerry and Billy together. And the, the, no, it's like actively builds on the story and makes you want to go and go and go. It actively makes you want the 100% on every single character to know what the hell is going on. Um, yeah. I'm so happy you guys liked it because I remember when I played it when it came out on Steam and I was like, I, I spoke about it on the podcast and I was like, guys, if this game comes to Xbox, you have to play it. And I say yeah. the same to the audience now. If you... <laughs> haven't played road 96 and you enjoy walking sims i'm talking firewatch or uh, gone home um even like the walking dead stuff like that play this game 100 percent. yeah is it gonna be, does that make the top 10 list this year because it came out on xbox easy like no but i'm saying like do we can't it it's not a For technically xbox and me yeah I think last year we made the decision that those type of games wouldn't be on my Xbox and Mies. I feel like we should. Somebody from the community can remind (laughs) us on that. I feel like we should just do games that release on Xbox are in the list nowadays, especially looking at my list this year. 
Well, personal <laughs> lists. Personal oh, lists can include those. God, yeah. Okay. Yeah, so personal, personal list is fine. I'm saying like my Xbox and me is like official list. That makes sense. So like if that if this game is on all three of our top fives, it would be a debate if we want to change that rule for this to then be on the top five of game of the year. I got you. The example from last year was Hades. We didn't. Get it like was Hades in the list. Hmm. Yeah. So yeah. yeah. Okay. Okay. Um. What else have I been playing? I've been playing Far Cry. Obviously, I work. I work for GTV. They're owned by Ubisoft. Yada yada yada. Um, been playing Far Cry Five again. Obviously for work. I forgot. I, I when I played that through the first time, I enjoyed it, but it was a little bit too chaotic. Playing it through this time, I'm not sure if they've patched it or something, which I, I generally don't know. It's way less chaotic and it's way more fun. Like, the story's very interesting. Way more interesting than I remember it being. Like, when I'm going through and playing it. And I'm like, don't get me wrong, I like Far Cry games. From free onwards, I've enjoyed almost every Far Cry game for what it is. But this one I'm playing and I'm like, huh. I don't remember liking these characters as much as I did this time. And the acting's fantastic. So I've been yeah. I've been playing through that and I'm um I finished the first island uh being John's Island. I'm now on Faith's Island and I'm just going through, having a good time, getting distracted, you know, getting cheeseburger and all that stuff. So, it's, uh, it's, yeah, it's been a good time. Do you think, because I remember when we played it for review, yeah. you finished it. And I no, that, that was six. That's Far Cry 6. That was six. Oh, that was six. Five. Apologies, apologies, yeah. apologies. Yeah, that was six. That was six. Do you think you enjoy it more than Far Cry 6 now that you've revisited it? Oh. Oh, it's a great question. Hmm. It's okay if you don't have an answer to that. I don't know if I... Wait until I finished it. Okay. Let me answer that once I'm done. Because Far Cry 6 is is a good game, but it's not... I wouldn't say it's the be and end-all of Far Cry games. Yeah. It's not free. And everything everything gets compared to free for me. So... Yeah. I don't know. I think I'm enjoying 5 more than I, than I did 6. But I look forward to going back to six now again as well. And you've got to remember, the way I'm playing these games as well for, 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 G, for GTV is it's just a different experience because I'm playing it with a live chat. I'm, I'm, I've got the moments are there and we're having fun and we're joking around. It's just a, diff, a total different experience than, than, than playing it on your own in your bedroom for a review. Like, yeah. <laughs> very, very yeah, different. Right. Very, very different. Um... I also tried out uh, Trackmania, which was... I've never played Trackmania Turbo. Pretty much, you remember, like, um... Uh, oh, what's the, what's the game called? Oh, uh, the motorbike one. Bloody hell. Trials Rising. Like, those type of games. Oh. Trackmania is pretty much uh, that, but for cars. And it's a really good time. I, I'd never played it before. Um, it's, on, it's on Game Pass, actually. Um, if you like those type of racing games, like completing tracks in a certain amount of time trying to get gold in every track good game worth playing i i had a really good time playing it i played it for about three hours and was like huh i could i could see myself playing more of this so yeah what about you guys we've been playing matt uh i've been playing an embargoed thing so about it and the only other thing i've been playing on the razor kishi still is power wash simulator because i can't stop I downloaded that. <laughs> yeah. Everybody. It's meditation, man. It's meditation. Everybody right now. Yeah, it's that, all about that power wash. I saw it come to Game Pass and I was like, hmm, I need to play this. 
This this we seems. We should jump in co-op, mate. We should jump in co-op. Are you planning on Monday? I will. If you jump in co-op with me, I will play it on stream Monday. I like. My yeah, all right. Is, what time do you start? Seven, to stream right? That game. Yeah, yeah. To stream that game on my own, I think would be boring as fuck. Like, yeah. Like it's just. But with somebody, we could have a laugh and do that. I'm How many is it? Four player or is it only two? Uh, good question. Don't know. All right. I'm done. Uh, Let's do it. All right, Monday. Remind me. Okay. Unless I'm do. unless I'm in role play and something good's coming, then you know. And then it's before like, hey man, I'm busy I'm, right now. I'm doing a concert, so. Uh, power simulator. If it's four player, you in? <laughs> <laughs> Alright, we'll figure it out. We'll figure it out. See, that sounds good. That sounds good. Uh, Chris, what about you? What have you been playing? Uh. First thing, um, I've been playing games on the new Samsung TV. Oh, you go on! My brother got one, so I had an Bruh, opportunity wait, wait, wait. to try it out. I've got it insert here, yeah? I've known Chris yeah. for a really long time. Yeah. Chris's brother's fucking minted. I'm telling you lot, yeah? This guy <laughs> loves tech. <laughs> this guy loves my, tech, oh, my, you know? My brother, is, my brother is huge into fucking <laughs> into tech. He will buy it. He bought a PlayStation VR and he never used it. He used it like <laughs> once when he got it. He hasn't used it since. Like the box looks brand new. It's in our basement, in our garage right now. Uh, so, yeah. Can you see the layer yeah. of dust on this thing? Can you see <laughs> the layer of dust on this thing? <laughs> I don't know what my is looking for his. I can't find It's such a pain to set up as well now. I just can't be dealing with PSVR anymore. The, the quest isn't though. Just saying. No, exactly, exactly. And so then PSVR it's two, and they're like, now. guys, only one case. Not yet, PSVR but yeah. Two. And I'm like, you're already done. You're already anyway. It's not a PlayStation podcast. Uh, <laughs> so I, I got to use uh, the Samsung TV, and I got to yeah. mess around with it. Uh, very easy to use. Uh, I have good internet, but my game is reloading quick. That's more. Uh, partly speaking of the service and partly speaking of my internet, I think that goes hand yeah. in hand. Yeah. Um, I the I played As Dusk Falls on that. Um, I played with a controller. Uh, you can connect your controller Bluetooth to it. You can, uh, when you're connecting your controller, it's funny. It also gives you an option for a PS5 controller. Oh, that's um, good. Oh, so, that's really. Yeah. Whoa, 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 whoa! No, that's that's actually yeah, no, that's really huge. big. Really yeah. big. So if somebody, it, I was thinking about it after I saw that. If somebody's really into PlayStation, having a Samsung TV is a way to get them into the Xbox ecosystem yep. without moving them away from what they know and what they're comfortable with. Which so I think is really, really nice. Does it actually say PlayStation controller, or does it? Says it play, yeah, because you connect, it, you go to the option to connect your controller, and it scans for Bluetooth device, and then you have to. Select oh, okay. What Through... type of device you're doing? No, no, no. You select what type of device it's looking for. Through the TV, not through the Xbox I think app. Take it through the TV. I can't remember exactly. That's what I'm but trying the, to get here in my Xbox head. It's like app, the yeah. Xbox app sends you to the TV bit where you connect it. That's like cool. It all is seamless. That's, that's, so it's not like I, I get what you're saying, but yeah. it doesn't really ever pull you so far away. That's why I can't really remember because it's like a two step process. At a certain point, it does send you to the TV because like you have yeah to yeah the TV as opposed to the app. But I can't remember where the PlayStation controller bit pops up. I'd imagine no, it'd the TV be the TV. Bit, but I so don't really remember. So it's like you. So it's like if you're doing cloud gaming, right? It comes up with the controller bit. It's like connect a controller. You probably click that. It goes yeah. into the Samsung settings. You connect whatever controller you have, and then that's going to show as a PlayStation controller. You go back into the Xbox app. It works, huh? Yeah. Really yeah. interesting and cool. Okay. I didn't try it with the PlayStation controller. Is my Xbox controller? Yeah, but yeah. It is an option. Um, I played As Dust Falls on that. Um, I played, what was the new, the game you had said you wanted with the little berry people that's sort of like um, uh, Stardew Valley? Garden Store, Garden, 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 yes. um, Garden Story. 
Garden Story? Is that what it is? Yeah, I downloaded it and yeah. still haven't started it. Uh, I started that. Is uh, it good? I wasn't really feeling it. <sighs> I was. I, I The thing with that game is I don't know if I wasn't feeling it because I'm so used to playing at my setup. Yeah. That I was playing somewhere completely different. It was a bigger TV. I was farther away from the TV. I just wasn't it's, so used to it. Dude. So I don't know if... Um, that distinction was what stopped me. Uh, I also, to test it out, I also played a little bit of Mass Effect. I went to the Mass Effect Legacy Yikes. and played the first Mass Effect. Fun fact, uh, I'm not replaying the first Mass Effect. <laughs> I installed it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Fun okay. Um, uh, yeah, so the service works well. I think it's a cool service. I think um, as it starts rolling out on TV, I think it's a much more enticing service. Because uh, I could see myself now getting a Samsung TV for my bedroom if I yep. want to play some games before I go to bed or whatever while I'm laying down, uh, as opposed to getting it on my iPhone and buying the Kishi or whatever. I know people are into that. I've never really been into mobile gaming like that. Even with my Switch, I never undock my Switch. My Switch stays docked Dude, for the most part. I took my yeah. Switch on holiday with me. I had a four-hour flight. I decided I'm, I'm just... I don't like handheld gaming. I've decided. Yeah. I just... Like the Kishi, I can do for like little things. I used to, I used to love the fucking PSP, bro. But as I've yeah. got older, you're a hundred percent right when it comes to like, I like being in my settings. I like being able to play a game and have Discord up, play a game and watch a YouTube video, play a game and do whatever, listen to music, whatever it is. I was literally, I've got Strikers, I've not even touched. I've got Arceus, I've not touched. I've got Snap, I haven't touched. I literally played like a couple of rounds of Mario Kart, finished the cups that I had, the 50cc cups that I hadn't done, and was like, I really hate this experience of playing this game in my hand like this. Feels great. It doesn't. It's weird. So you're on, I'm with you on the whole get a TV. I'm like, hmm. And I know you guys are going to laugh, so I'm not even going to, the audience. When I move, <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, I will buy a Sangsum TV for. The bedroom, I think, now nah, because of this. Yeah. That's exactly what I, I'm doing. Me and Emma have been talking about getting a new TV for a while, and um, it'll probably be Black Friday. We'll probably wait for now, but but I'm like, yeah, why wouldn't I get the Samsung TV? Mm. I, I the the messaging around this is interesting, right? I've been looking into it because I'm like, surely the app's gonna come to my LG TV soon, right? Um, nope. Well, I don't think it'll be soon, but I think it will happen. I think eventually, but um, I just, I think they've got I, a contract, right? I feel like it's one of those things yeah. where it's like. Well, it's a contract. And as far as I'm aware, it's also the way the TVs are built. They're built with the hardware to handle it. Whereas I don't know, um, there's like stuff internally that goes along with running the app. I don't know if LG TVs, unless they want to put in that money to get an app like that running if it would Maybe. work as far as i'm aware and i could be completely wrong about that yeah could... maybe maybe right we'll see what happens but um... here's my question for you crush can you see this experience killing consoles not right this precise second but eventually no because there'll always be a pc that's better there'll always be a console that works that just works because the thing is, like, you were talking about before this about your internet being kind of funky lately. Yes. Um, this service wouldn't be working if your internet was funky. Bro. If the line outside goes down, like, you're completely, you can't play games. You'd be Dude, home without, like, I can't games. play games now. Dude, literally, yeah. I've realized how this room, there's no internet. It might as well be a prison. Yeah. 
So I, I don't see I don't see it unless the world gets like a hundred percent uptime, fantastic internet. I don't see it replacing it. Um, there were times when I was playing Mass Effect that it was a little hiccupy, um, and there seemed to be like a little bit of lag during uh, cutscenes where stuff would jump around a little bit. Um, so ah, I don't. That's yeah, just, I don't think it's there that's just EA and Mass Effect. <laughs> uh, no, 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 I played it on my console and it didn't shake the same way. I wish that was the case. I wish I could just say EA being the bad guy. Unfortunately, not. Um, but I could see it becoming much more prominent and a lot more enticing. Um, I think it really depends, A, on the library of Game Pass, because I think that'll be very, very enticing for this feature, and B, how well Xbox can market this to the general public, who know about games and can see a game and be like, I want to play that game, but then convince them, like, you don't need to play this on your console, you can start playing this on your TV and make that become a regular habit. I think that's the harder thing with this, uh, with this whole thing. Allow me to fight you from the other side of the fence, because I think, whilst I agree it might not kill consoles, I think eventually, and I'm not talking that long, it will become the primary way 95% of people play. 95 is too high. Like... Convenience, convenience will always win. Yes, there are people who have their Blu-ray player and they buy their 4K Blu-rays, but there are so many more people watching Amazon Prime and Netflix. And that's True. all this is. We're just 10 years but back. I think, but there's more availability in an Amazon Prime or Netflix. It's not just about convenience. Yeah, sure. It, but... Because if you want to, like, if you're talking about a Blu-ray, it's like, okay, now you have to go to the store. A lot of stuff don't come out on Blu-ray. There's a lot of exclusive stuff. Like, you'd have to be saying that, okay, well, now um, cloud gaming is going to get exclusive games that Xbox doesn't have on console. Because you have to remember, the reason people went to Netflix is because of Stranger Things. Stranger Things 1 and 2, I think, was on Blu-ray, but I don't think the newer stuff has been on Blu-ray. A lot of this stuff does end up on DVDs and Blu-rays and stuff like that. So you'd have to be saying, like, okay, well, Xbox is going to make exclusive stuff for the cloud, and I just don't see something like that happening. I don't see something like that happening either, but like you said, you can hook your PlayStation controller up to this thing now. And so if you never intend on buying the Xbox, but you want to play Starfield, this is the way you're going to do it with your dual sets. Yeah, but that's sure, not. But then, I, I agree, but that's not ninety-five percent, right? Yeah, but... I, I, yeah, and I agree. And and PlayStation would need to pull their ass out the finger out their ass and like sort out their cloud streaming service for this to to be adopted in the way I'm saying, like ninety-five percent of people, and maybe they never will do that. But I think it that's the way it will go. Like it, convenience will always win, and me not having to download but the game and it, there's. <laughs> I agree with you. Convenience will always win. There's a lack of convenience when your internet goes down and you're like, I just want to play a game right now. And you have no internet or your internet. Uh, ISPs aren't great. Sometimes they 100%. just will stop ser providing service for you. And you're like, well, I can't play games right now. That is an inconvenience and probably a bigger inconvenience than just buying a console. So I do think that some people will try and do what you're saying. But I think they all come to a point where it's like, okay, this is stupid. I'm just going to buy a console. I think, I think it's the casual audience that I agree with you on the 90... I'd, I'd probably say like 60%, more than 95. It's the CODs and the FIFAs you know the, and the Fortnites and the Minecrafts and the Robloxes. Like, I could see that audience eventually being the... This is how we play games now. But the me, you, Crash anyone probably listening to this podcast if we're being totally honest yeah. there's no way we're adapting 
just that. It's going to be a... To me, it's more a a secondary um, console. I know it's not, but like it's a... Oh, I really want to play Unpacked. I'll go yeah. play it on the TV for convenience sense. Because I don't want to be sat at my desk. But it won't ever be... I want to play Gears of War 17 and I'm going to play it on this TV because I want the best experience. Yeah, I think it's more of a benefactor of ecosystem. Matt disagrees. I can Matt, see Matt his eyes. Matt disagrees. I, I just think, you know, 20 years ago, it would have seemed absolutely mad that we were watching 4K movies, let alone streaming 4K movies. And in 10 years' time, True. 15 years' time, the, like... I agree with you. It's a pain in the ass when your internet service provider goes down, but you're not going out and buying strange things on DVD in case your internet service provider goes down. You, no, you you're just, not. You just watch it on your phone. That's why I do. Sure. So cloud game on your phone. We'll have 6G in 15 years' time. And 5G? No, you, uh, no. I disagree you know with that because it's a completely different setup. If you're use, switching from your phone to having your TV set up with your controller connected and everything and having that big monitor. Hotspot your phone to your TV. I do that now. When my, when my internet goes down, I do that now. I think that is a smart idea, Matt. I don't think there's ever a point in time where a hotspot will be able to stream a game. In the in the next hundred years, I do not think hotspot will. No, be you're, so no you're, you're, you're so wrong. No, you're so wrong. hundred years, remind me. No, no, in a hundred years, hundred years, hundred years, yeah. Hundred years is incredibly excessive, right? Yeah. But I'm, like in the foreseeable future, I don't see the ability to stream. Um, hey, on with inflation the way it is, that in hundred years that pizza will be worth seventy-five billion Bitcoin. That's facts. And I will take it. And don't forget about the All NFT. Are stingy man. Don't forget about the NFT. The NFT is important. That pizza <laughs> NFT, super important. We haven't talked about NFTs in a while. Why? What? It's got to be. Why? We've been so good. No NFT talk. No Guys, I'm NFT. not going to lie. Uh, NFT. Huh. How interesting. What? The Zencast has not recorded my voice, but I don't worry. It's not a big deal. <laughs> um, <laughs> um, bro, I, my master plan's happening right now as we speak. What? That's why I was on holiday for four days. I weren't actually on holiday. It was a plan to turn my Xbox and me episodes an into NFT NFTs. Podcast. It's an NFT <laughs> podcast now. Oh, that's crazy. And uh, I want you to know we're, last, also, uh, we're also in the metaverse as we speak. This is my last episode of my Xbox and me, guys. It's been a fun run. Damn. I'll leave the NFT to Matt Apex. Because <sighs> this is your last episode, though, it's the most valuable NFT we currently have. That's true. That's true. Yeah. That's why I'm going back to get the Ross Miller NFT. When he left, uh, <laughs> oh, that'd be worth fortune. That'd that's be worth, worth that's that's worth ridiculous amounts. It's ridiculous amounts. Um, is there anyone, anything else we've been playing? Or <laughs> uh, I played uh, a game that I've wanted to talk on this podcast for a very very long time. Me and Fix have talked about wanting to talk about it on this podcast for so long. Uh, Digimon Survive. Oh my god. <laughs> you uh, couldn't even get through it without like giggling. No. <laughs> yeah. I forgot this come out. No, I haven't no, seen no. I haven't seen Dan Oni. Yeah. Has he messaged you? I'll probably yeah, Ant yeah, messaging you at this point, right? Uh yeah, Ant messaged me in the Discord asking yeah. how it was. Is it good? Um it's good. I like it. I enjoy it. Uh I think it's a really good story. Um the strategy gameplay aspect of it. Uh not amazing. Uh, it's not bad by any means, but it just sort of it's there, it does the job. It 
has all the features you would basically think, but none of the added stuff uh, that you would like from strategy games, right? Um, it is way more visual novel than it is strategy game as well. So there is a lot of reading. Uh, they have a lot of voice acting, but all the voice acting is Japanese. So me and Matt, <laughs> me and Matt are too similar. <laughs> oh. If you're not watching the video version, Chris said reading. Me and Matt both just put our thumbs down at the same time. <laughs> yeah, yeah. yeah. Um... All in all, I enjoy it. Uh, I've I've been enjoying it quite a bit. I'm still, I don't know how long the game is, but I feel like I'm still early on in the game. Like I haven't gone too too deep into it. Um, but I don't see the strategy aspect uh, changing too much about it. But I do really enjoy the game so far. Well, I'm happy for you because I know this game Thank got you. delayed. I know this game has taken a while to come out. I'm happy that you have it. I'm happy it makes you happy. That's my new thing. I want my friends to be happy. You're happy that they're happy. I yeah. like that. Yeah, I want my friends to be happy. You know what that made me think of, the, the thumbs down reading thing? How have Microsoft or somebody not yet developed an app that just does like the Cortana voice, but just reads all the text that's on screen? That feels like that would I, be... I mean, we always say it's not as easy as... I, I would assume that the difficulty is the actual like words would be in the code and that would be in the game and so the game the system would need to interact with the coding of the game if i'm not mistaken i could be wrong about that and there could be ways that the game could provide something like that um on top of that like the words like you could theoretically i assume get it to read the words off of the screen but the words appear in different spots i don't know i i feel like it's a lot more complicated than just i've sure got to be honest to it never works as well as it should either like yeah. even like the accessibility tech like text to speech and things like that so i've used them sometimes for games thinking oh that will help me and it's just like saying things i'm like as a dyslexic it's not every word that i can't read so it then becomes annoying when it's like enter enter door sure. and you're like i know how to read enter door motherfucker get out of the way you know so sure. yeah. yeah yeah i just i that's one of the things that like you just assume is like oh it's easy just read the read the text and it just doesn't work out that simply unfortunately all i'm saying is look we're living in the future right i can go to spain point my camera phone at a sign that i don't understand and it can read it to me in english like figure it out microsoft i did not okay. use that when i was away i don't know but you should have i didn't even know you could do that no i knew you could do that because japan and i've seen people like 10 tips for when you're going to japan have this app ready make sure you've got data like yeah 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 trust me it's google google lens does it ah does it so you used it um does it work with everything you've done it with uh, i've only ever really used it as like a gimmick oh. got it because i was i was i was wondering if there's points where you try and use it to read something and something about it be it the color of the background or the color of the text or the way the stylization of the text that it just doesn't work i'm sure, I'm sure there's plenty of examples because i think that would also be some of the issues with like gaming is like sometimes text is very stylized how cool would it be though if like a game had like a companion app and like you know how we all hate companion apps but it had that and like it was a game with like languages on the walls and stuff and it and when you put your phone up again with the companion app it like gave you information that was like deeper lore that would be That's sick. That would be really cool. I'm not gonna lie, please hold down to what you're 
I like his companion app on the wall, more lore. <laughs> I tried falling along too late and I got more confused yeah. to what was being said. Oh, Christ. I do that all the time, but I don't admit to it. I just say, yeah, I agree. <laughs> oh. oh, somebody clipped that up. <laughs> do you know what? I don't even want to do news this week. We're at an hour. Wow. We'll do news next. We'll do news next week. This has been a good conversation. Wow. Hey, we're, we're not going to do quick. We'll do a couple of questions before we leave, though. Um, so this is Fixer Sack. Remember, you can email in myxboxandmepodcast at gmail.com. Uh, or you can hit us up on Twitter, hashtag MXAM. You can hit us up on Twitter at our at, at MCFixer, at MattPVideo, at CrushingItPlays. Um... First question comes from uh, Wheelie Average, who says, given the KOTOR indefinite delay and Xbox reportedly turning down the game previously, did Phil and the crew see the writing on the wall for the remake? That might never come out. Hashtag MXAM. Yes. No. Okay. Because then like, my, my whole thing is like, <laughs> if they saw the writing off the wall for this, then you'd have to assume that, like, because the rumor for this was that this happened around the same time that the Spider-Man, the whole thing with them turning down Spider-Man happened. You'd have to be assuming that they saw the writing on the wall for Spider-Man. Fresh, I was just trying to be argumentative. Got it, got it, got it, got it, got it. Um, no, I don't think so. I think this is just the case of... It's one of, it's one of those ones, isn't it? It's, it's, it's game development's hard. Um... Has it been the is what the rumor is that they saw it they saw it before PlayStation and turned it down? I didn't hear that rumor. The rumor is that they were approached for it, um, for Kotar, similar to the way that they were approached for Spider Man. Yeah. Um, and they turned it down. It would have been a similar time period, which I assume the reasoning would be the same, and that they want to work on their in-house properties instead of guys properties. How would you turn down Spider-Man? I, I know we've spoken about it before. How would you turn down Spider-Man? You can't. That's not, that's not what happened, surely. They turned down a Marvel game. Yeah. I don't think it was ever rumored that it was Spider-Man, and I'd be surprised if it was because I feel like Sony in Sony's pocket. Yeah. I think they turned down a Marvel game. Which that may makes have sense. Been Guardians or Wolverine, maybe. I don't know. But... Black Panther. It was Spider-Man. I don't think, I don't think it could have been. Spider-Man. Sony is holding on to Spider-Man so incredibly tight. Sony doesn't have a say on the game. Sony only has a say on the game because they made a deal for it. No, I think Sony. No, Sony doesn't. No, this media. No, they don't. Why do people people always say this? They do not. They only own the movie rights. They own. They do not own anything because the game rights were with Activision, and then Activision it relapsed on Activision, and it went back to Marvel. Yeah, I agree. Okay. <laughs> it matters to me anyway. Have it. Um, to answer the actual question, no, I don't. I don't think it is a default. No, I don't think so. I think it's more. If I'm not joking around. Um, it's more just a case of like Chris said, they were at the time and maybe not. I don't know when this, this happened per se, but they, they're trying to build their first pie, which they are doing in a yeah. huge way. Them dealing with KOTOR and it not being fully exclusive or being a timed exclusive or 
just having the marketing rights right now distracts from what Xbox is trying to do, to be honest with you. So that's probably why they turned it down. Honestly, just imagine like with some of the issues that Xbox has been having with some of its first parties and coming out. Um, and a lot of it has been, some of it's been minuscule with some delays with like Redfall and um, uh, Starfield. But then we've also seen stuff with the Initiatives game. Uh, imagine how that would look if they were like, yeah, we'll take on Spider-Man and yeah, we'll take on Kodor and all this other stuff. How many of the, that stuff, A, would be um, in the mixing pot, so to speak, right now? And how much of that stuff would be a complete mess because they're sort of spreading themselves too thin working on stuff that they don't own as well? The yeah, the other thing that I saw, I saw a um, I saw I think his name's Combry on Twitter, uh, like an Xbox. I don't know if he's the insider or just like a proper fan or something like that. Like I see him very much talking about Xbox all of the time, and he was talking about. Did you see that they announced um the um what's it called Grounded release day, and they just oh no I didn't see that yeah they just did it like out of the blue in a little press release they haven't tweeted about it they haven't nothing and he was sounding these in his thread i was reading it it was like why do xbox do this and they do this they've done this quite a bit lately it's like the marketing department and like the development department are just not in unison right now and i feel like stuff like it like i know it's a, a bit of a stretch but like kotor and stuff like that and some of the other marketing deals that we've seen them drop the ball with losing call of duty and things like that like I do feel like marketing needs to... They need to figure out how Xbox is marketing right now. Other than... I'm not talking about just Game Pass. Obviously, we understand yeah. that Game Pass is marketed heavily. But when it comes to marketing their games... I've said this time and time again. We go to the cinema. What do you see? PlayStation ad, PlayStation ad, PlayStation ad, PlayStation ad. Like, they need to figure that stuff out. Yeah. Do you think grounded, like, ad would work? Because I, like... I don't I think, think the I... people who would be interested in Grounded already are, and I think that's who that blog post was, or for whatever it was. It was the people who are actively playing Grounded and who are actively following it. I respectfully I disagree, imagine... though. Because to me, it's just like, you've, you're putting out a game. Yeah, it was in early access, but you've made a game. It's a first-party exclu first exclusive launched in game pass with a story and when it was announced oh my god honey it shrunk the kids it had like a very big movement for it and now it's just like yeah the game's finally up but i uh, to be honest i think most early access games fall into that category i True. think very few early access games get that sort of big second marketing push um yeah. even if you look at like something like dead cells and even hades got this sort of reinvigoration on their full release that was because a um, I think people started officially reviewing it, which a lot of companies don't even do anymore. Most of them will start reviewing it on early access yeah. now. Um, and then B, because it, it is the finalized version of that product that the people who like it finally start talking about it more. And you get that word of mouth aspect, which we've talked about before, uh, that sort of just helps sell those games. Mm, I got you. I got but you. I do agree in general. I do feel like Xbox is lacking in the marketing department for a lot of their stuff. But... I, th I think that partly goes hand in hand with they don't really have much to show other than Game Pass right now. True. I think once we start getting initiative games and Starfield and Redfall and start getting a whole bunch of those games, like how does their marketing look then? I think that's when you can sort of start picking it apart if it needs major improvement. Because their marketing for Game Pass is brilliant. It's yeah. really, really good. People always talk about Game Pass. They're True. clearly doing something right in the marketing department. Okay. 
Next question comes from BT Maverick 707 who says, Happy belated uh, cake, Mr. Fixer, and Sir Matt P. Thank you. Also, what's up, Crash? A big topic of discussion this week is the price hike on MetaQuest 2, tracking on, uh, sorry, tacking on uh, $100 for the overall price. Do you think this will encourage the other consoles to do the same with the supply shortages? Uh, shortages? Uh, your thoughts on and which console can get away with this? Also, I'm super jacked. Just found out uh, my, st my Steam Deck is ready to ship and on this way. Corey, the gaming butcher. Happy days. Congratulations for getting a Steam Deck. It's, it's weird that I thought about getting one and then I had that experience on the plane with the Switch and I was like, no, do not do this, Fixer. Do not do this. I was um and ahhing like, uh, you know, I played with one in the office. Somebody went out, had one and, and I was like, oh, this is cool. Maybe I want this. Do I want this? I don't know. And then I got the Kishi and I was just like, this this does what I want it to do. Yeah. This is enough. Uh, if I were to get a Steam Deck, it would just become um, an emulation machi machine for me to run some old Yeah, that's games. it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, that's it. Nah, not interested in emulation. Too much hard work. Ain't nobody got time for that, you know? Not that hard work. I could never figure it out for OG Resident Evil 2, so I gave up. I could walk you through it one day on Discord. I I 100% think that you could probably play that in a browser somewhere at this point. Yeah, but that's probably not... Probably on a I, website somewhere. I don't you like could doing just that. Just buy a Tesla. You can play it on your Tesla. Yeah, I'm sure. I'll go out and buy one right now. Okay. Like, why wouldn't <laughs> I? Um, no, I don't think either of the console manufacturers are going to... Um, price hike. Price hike. No yeah. way. No way. No Met way. <laughs> MetaQuest's price hike, I don't think has anything to do... Uh, with supply shortages. I think it's they lost their biggest marketable value on the MetaQuest 2, and that is user data, because you do not have to have Facebook connected to it anymore. And that is the probably biggest money-making portion of MetaQuest, I would assume. And so they are losing a large amount of their profit by disconnecting that. I'm a little bit out of the loop on all this stuff. Why have they decided that? Because people, people like kept Facebook. complaining about it. So, okay, so it was a case of like them being like, look, we've done what you wanted, but you're going to pay for this. Uh, well, the, yeah, they didn't they, try to connect the two things and crash it. Yeah. Well, of course, of course not. I'm, I'm, it's me putting on a, a tinfoil yeah, tinfo hat. hat yeah, Because they haven't said it, but that's the only thing that makes sense to me because this yeah. announcement comes after that. That announcement was a while ago. I think the best way for them to do it was like, hey, we're going to disconnect it. And, but because of that, but then they'd have to admit like, we use your information and sell it, which is like, of course they I don't do. Think any company wants to say, oh, absolutely. Yeah, yeah they just Microsoft don't want to say it out loud. It. Yeah, Microsoft does it. You use Xbox products, Microsoft's selling your data or using their data internally because Microsoft has so many different divisions yep. that yep. they're still profiting off of it in some sort of way. Uh, it's just not good luck to be like, hey, we're, we're going to stop selling your data, but you guys got to pay us more. 100 bucks for that luxury, people. 100 bucks. Well, they should have offered two different versions. <laughs> one with Facebook, one with that. Nice. You also get Beat Saber thrown in now. Ooh. Did that I tell you what? Thing. Like, did yeah, I tell you what Haley did? What? She annoyed the hell out of me. Either, either. I was very upset. So on on the quest, you have to you have your main account and you buy all your games through the main account, and then everyone who's a user on it can can use sure. the games. She bought Beat Saber on her account. So I can't play Beat Saber. So now I've got to buy it again. I was fuming. I was so angry. No. I want to... Can you switch no. her account to be the main account? 
No, I'm not doing that either. It's my bloody Christ. Get the hell out of here. Even if that was an option, Fix absolutely no way on earth would. No, I bloody well wouldn't. I was no, I want I want I want my MetaQuest stuff there, meaning my VR pawn, and then I want my games next to it. Alright? <laughs> All together. What do you think I've done more? VR pawn or played games on the MetaQuest? I don't want to answer that question. <laughs> I respect it. Smart move. Smart move. Uh next question, and we'll end on this one. Bloomberg journalist Jason Schreier, sorry, this is from Original Cookie Man. Uh, Bloomberg journalist Jason Schreier has published an article detailing Rockstar Studios' changes to the management culture. One section in particular stood out to me. Quote, developers are also being cautioned not to, quote, punch down by making jokes about marginalized groups, the people said, in contrast to the previous games. I've noticed this shift... Uh, to be evident in the handling of racism within Red Dead Redemption 2. This culture issue that would affect characters within Dutch's gang during the time period is acknowledged in some subtle but significant ways. Some missions take advantage of the pre... Prejudices. Thank you. I was looking at it like, hmm, I see juices. Prejudices uh, of NPCs in clever... Yeah, that's how I do things, people. In clever or in, uh, in innovative ways, and in the world itself, you can stumble across the KKK meeting in the woods. In both scenarios, you don't pass judgment or make jokes. The game remains neutral and lets you decide how Arthur Morgan will react to the world. This feels more mature and nurtured a uh, way to tackle sensitive topics in their worlds uh, in their worlds than in some of their previous games, aka San Andreas, GTA 4, Ballad Game Tony. What are your thoughts? So I think the big thing right now that I've seen online is like Rockstar have gone woke. Rockstar are now a woke company. How could Rockstar do this to us? And Yeah, that paired with the uh female main protagonist that they announced or is oh well yeah no not announced leaked now rumored yeah yeah. so for those who don't know gta 6 is gonna have a a, i don't we don't know but we assume it's yeah it's well from what we from again if you don't want to know anything about the game i guess spoilers because we think this is pretty much confirmed it's like a bonnie and clyde type duo right yeah um Yeah, but the, like the 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 conversation right now is oh they've gone woke. Yeah, I look. I I I'm I'm pretty sure I said this on the podcast last time we talk about we spoke about Rockstar, which Rockstar are one of the best game developers in the world, mm-hmm. bar none. I didn't I didn't. Maybe I'm just not smart enough to think about things, and I'm I'm pretty dumb, so I get. It. I remember that KKK thing, and like I didn't, I never stumbled across it myself, but I thought it was so interesting to know they were even in the world. I just don't, I, 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 I can't really. Uh, it's so hard to talk about without, you know, having to put yourself in other people's shoes. Because I was about to say, I've never really noticed the punching Dan, but then maybe I wouldn't have, because. San Andreas, for me, yeah? I was playing when I was a kid. GTA 4 was about uh, Nico, who is uh, Russian, if I'm not mistaken. I don't think they ever give a... Oh, okay. uh, So, yeah. But, so I wouldn't notice those groups for the time when I was playing. GTA 5 is one of my favorite games of all time. I play GTA, as you know, now I play GTA Roleplay. So I hear the dialogue of some of these characters. 
to me, I've never noticed it as such in like a big way, but that's probably because it just doesn't affect me. So hearing them them mature and stuff like that, to me, sounds like they just got better at writing and they got better at giving players agency. Again, I could be totally wrong. And I'm happy to hear, because I read some more of this Jason Shariah stuff about like the frat boy mentality. Uh, the, that stuff, yeah. I'm not talking about. I'm not talking about stuff that happens inside game development and management and things like that. I'm talking strictly about the game. Yeah. Like, that, that's what I'm trying to talk about here. So please do not get the two confused and think that I'm okay with people being treated a certain type of way at work, because I'm not. Like, how you treat people at work should be with decency and humane and not racist sexist bigotry whatever whatever like do not get the two confused but i can't i don't remember like i don't remember seeing something or feeling something in gta and being like oh that 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 affected me in a certain type of way i think it's because you go into gta with the mentality of gta is going to be what it is and very crude humor Interesting. Um, but for some people, when it revolves around them, that crude humor becomes offensive. Oh, and yeah. from what I'm reading, that sounds like what they're going to step away from. But um, Origin Cookie Man brings up Red Dead Redemption 2. Um, I don't think Red Re it's ever really been that big of an issue in Red Dead Redemption. Yeah. Is my thing. I don't think that is an example of them stepping away from something. I think it's always been more into GTA. And even in GTA, I would say it's more of a GTA 5 thing. Uh, with their treatment of like trans characters and stuff like okay. that, like GTA Again. Five does have. Yes, I. Yeah, GTA Five does have bits that pop up into it. Yep. Um, but it's it's sort of like how will they do GTA Six and how does it approach into that game and going forward their ideas in that. Um, I like cause it's always been done to a humorous effect, so I could see people playing it and never really seeing it as a problem because they in their mind it's a joke and it's not actually harmful to anybody, right? Here's my question. Yeah, like, so I, I, my gang in GTA roleplay is, I was part of GSF, so we were on Grove Street um, all of the time, right? On Forum Drive. The characters go around there, they're saying the N-word, they're, they're talking about, ah, oh, Ashtray, and blah, 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 and all this stuff. And we take the mickey out of it all the time because we hear the dialogue so much, right? How do you make fun of, of stuff like that without it being offensive anymore? Like, are you allowed to make jokes? And again, I'm not, and I'm not trying to say this in an uh, um, attacking way to anybody. Like, I'm actively trying to have a conversation about it so I can understand more. Because it's like, if it's a joke or a satire, how do how? Do, and I think this is what comedians are probably dealing with right now. It's like, how are you allowed to make fun of groups of people? I don't care, white, black, gay, trans, mixed race, whatever like how do you do it in the right way nowadays i'm not bullying people and saying it's just a joke bro yeah, okay that's yeah. really what it is i think oh, you yeah. can construct something as a joke that involves yeah. people but there's a punchline at the end or some bigger like sort of image that, so it's like, better better lead up and stuff thing. like that right yeah where a lot of a lot of people and a lot of comedians who have gotten by with it in the past sort of it really is just them punching down and bullying groups oh, of yeah. people and all this stuff uh-huh um, and in the past there's like there's a lot of like really interesting videos you can watch on it and stuff like that where um humor that was popular in the past isn't as popular because we don't view bullying in the same way or the mentality around it and so the people who bully in general are more of a minority or they stand out more today than they did before yeah and so that humor doesn't hit because less people find it funny oh yeah and so really the answer is don't be a bully write something that's actually funny yeah, don't be a dickhead. Yeah, but it's, it's, 
By the way, I like having these conversations because I like to learn. That's why we have these conversations. Um, the problem with, I guess, what you said is the right side of funny is subjective, right? Sure, but there's a yeah. certain point where, like, something you say is just me. Like, yeah, yeah, yeah. No, it's funny. I'm somebody, with you. somebody can. I can see somebody fall down the stairs and it can be the funniest thing to me because that's my friend and I know yeah. them and they look like a stupid person. Yeah. But they might have broken their leg and somebody's like, why are you laughing? That's not funny. And like, realistically, it's not funny. Kind of is though. There's an inside joke going there because it's my friend and there's sort of this inside connection or whatever. I see you fall down right? the stairs. I'm laughing. I'm letting you fucking yeah, know right now. Exactly. I'm laughing. If you break a leg, yeah. I'm going to laugh even more and then be like, fuck, but, let's get you to the hospital. <laughs> but this also goes into a fact of like inside jokes and jokes that are viewed by the whole world should be yeah. written and done differently gotcha because like if i make a joke with you be it we could talk about race or a joke or about whatever yep. because you know me you understand yes. my intent yes when i introduce it to the whole world intent is irrelevant um and it is what you are saying and if what you're saying is purely bullying a lot yeah. of people are going to see and laugh at it purely for the fact because you're bullying somebody gotcha yeah so you're like please I was going to say, I think, I think Rockstar, and I'm sure there are plenty of examples where this isn't the case, and you could clip out stuff from Rockstar games and go, this is not okay. But, but Rockstar, of course. I think, have always done a pretty good job of punching up, right? Like, like, they do, they have elements of parody in their game where they are essentially attacking one person, right? There's a character in GTA V that is almost just a, a an amalgamation of of like steve jobs yeah steve jobs yeah right? yeah um and and so like to, to the point where they look like him or whatever and, and it's so obvious what they're trying to do and they are attacking essentially one person they are bullying one person they are making fun of one person but it's that punch-up mentality um like in gta 6 i'm sure there will be a trump parody character right like that'll be so obviously trump um and and it, yeah again it's that like punching up mentality and yeah so it's punching up okay well that's what they're saying right that well, they're, they're no longer well they're, they're, no, they're no longer they're punching gonna, yeah. they're no longer trying to punch down so yeah. so if you're again i'm more just trying to have the conversation here i don't know what i yeah, think yeah, I'm, exactly. I'm trying to but so if you're rich and famous it's okay to punch you but if you're poor and down we can't punch you no, you shouldn't just make fun of people because they're rich and famous. You make fun of people because of their ideas. Because of their ideology. Cool. Because there's like hypocrisy. There's stuff you can make fun of. There's like oh, clear I'm hypocrisy all for and stuff like that. You I... can make jokes on. Yeah. I'm down to make I, fun I think of that's everyone. What GTA does. GTA like takes people and puts them to their extremes. Yes. Yes. Which is fine. Yeah. I think that's absolutely fine because that is what GTA does. The problem becomes where GTA is not taking a character and putting them to an extreme and they're just taking the stereotypes of the character. My thing like, is. If you take. Some of my Go favorite ahead. characters are the crackheads that you see walking along the street. I still want to see crackheads walking along the street because I see crackheads walking along my streets. So I don't want then that to not exist because oh, I don't. People people have drug addictions. Like, well, obviously we know that we're not. That's not what we're not. We don't agree. Do you get what I'm trying? Do you understand what I'm trying to say? Yeah, here? yeah. Like, I, I don't. I, I don't want GTA to lose what GTA is because I. Yeah, which I don't think it's going to. By the way, I'm just yeah. I'm just trying to you know form a form an idea here. Where I'm like I don't want I've said this I said this last time we spoke. Where I'm like, GTA is the only game company out there that I feel like they do. I do agree they definitely have punched down, like you said, trans characters and stuff like that. They've got that wrong, right? But yeah, like Matt said as well, they've punched up as well. So it's like, where is that middle ground of like it just being? Yeah. 
thing it's a it's a game you know it's also like how do you frame the joke that's right? the so important like, part so yeah. so when you say like a, a, like maybe they punched out a trans character or whatever are they doing that or are they showing are they showing an interaction where this character who's talking to this trans character is clearly wrong yes like they they are fucked up like that like they're they're doing the wrong thing and we're laughing sorry not my mic we're laughing at that person being an idiot and saying the wrong thing as opposed to laughing at the trans character, right? Like, and tell like, me why. Do you, I remember exactly. I remember the interaction at the start of Tell Me Why where you're like, you're looking at this guy just being like, you're such a fucking idiot. Like, yeah. and yeah. like, and, but I think that's the emotion they want you to have, which yeah. is like, this guy is such but a fucking idiot. Like, there's, the, it's kind of difficult because like when you're talking about a marginalized group and a group that gets really bullied it's kind of hard to like distinguish the point where you're making a joke and a satire involving around them and then you're just bullying them yeah and you're just yeah, of sort course. of dragging them down and i think that's what uh rock studies uh rock star Rocksteady is um trying to like <laughs> rock studies like yo we made batman fam what do you mean <laughs> what, what do you mean fam? we made batman leave me alone yeah, man <laughs> it is like because you're correct matt like they could 100% do a joke like that, but then what happens when all the wrong people are laughing at that and taking yeah. the wrong message from that? 100%. And I think that's 100%. something you have to be conscious of as well. Not necessarily that it's not on Rockstar to fix that, but no. I don't think there's a problem if Rockstar is looking at those situations. Like maybe we could write that better where that can't be something you can take from it. Yeah. You can't make the uh, transphobic, racist, whatever you want and turn them into the good guy in that situation. Yes, yes, absolutely. And I think what it, it does do occasionally as well and not always, but but a lot of the time, Rockstar Games puts you in the shoes of that minority, right? So, like, in Ballad of Gay Tony, or um, I had another example in my head, and now I can't remember it. Oh, oh it's it's you're, good. Yeah. you're playing the immigrant, right? You're yeah. playing that guy who's new to that place, and and often the guy who's getting berated for that or whatever. Um, but you, the, they they make that person the hero of the thing, and so it's all the villains. and all the villains, sure. Maybe. I mean, that's depending on how you like. I guess perception, right? Yeah. Is is uh, is is uh, this is what I was about to say? Is Michael and Trevor and fucking um, what's his name? Jesus. Uh, who owns the dog? I can't remember his name. Guys, help! Michael Trevor. Wait, what's oh, his name? Michael, Michael Trevor, Trevor and um, not CJ. His CJ's cousin. Boy. Franklin, Franklin, thank you. They're not the they're not the good they're not the good guys. They're not the good guys of that game. Well, they're trying Franklin to survive is, the situations they're put in. Fra Franklin is the hero of that story. No, no, that, that's I didn't say that. I didn't say he wasn't the hero. I said he wasn't the good guy. Okay. And this like you, that's the one thing GTA doesn't do a good job of. GTA does not do this. GTA but, should have a way that you can go through every single mission without killing people. Then no. you'd really, then you'd really have the line. No, of course yeah, it's not. But not I'm saying, and like, I think once cool. you do that, if that's something they try to do, then the crackhead becomes a problem on the street because then they're trying to make a statement. And once you're trying to make a statement, you start picking a part of all the issues in it. Because I think the the thing with GTA right now is that they create a world for you to role play in. Yeah, you're not really role playing the way you do, but you are playing through. You are role Frank, playing. Yeah, playing through Trevor or whatever it is. Yeah. And uh, you're experiencing that world as it is. There are some mm. stuff that are over-tuned that can be tuned down a bit to fall more in line with that world and not be outliers of like, that's just a little bit crazier. That's not realistic to this world or whatever. Yeah. That just feels like 
it feels wrong. And I'm sure that even when you talked about punching up, there are situations with punching up that can probably be toned down a little bit as well, where they go a little bit overboard with sure. it, right? Um, and so it's just sort of finding that balance of where the role play all fits in. The second you're like, okay, well then we're going to give you a, a moral situation in every point. And then that's the point where you're going across the street and you're like, why did they just have a crackhead acting like a crackhead, yeah. you know, on the street that, I, that you know, sort of is uh, satired or like yeah, yeah. Knocked, uh, put up a notch. That's where that becomes a problem. But that's what I'm talking about when you, when you like frame a joke, right? You could easily have a mission in GTA that is about there being too many crackheads on the street and then but the conclusion of that mission is the healthcare system is fucked and you have to go in and, and deal with that or whatever you know like it, it, it's how you cascade and, and frame that thing that you're going to yeah. make fun of i think um it's very complex and i think rockstar do a pretty good job of it and i'm sure there are plenty of examples like i said that you can clip where they have not done a good job of, of course of course uh, but i feel like I you think... could say that about everything yeah exactly but yeah. if the intention if, is to I... get better then great and it always is, I was right? going to say, I think the best part is like they came out and they said, we're like, we're going to try to do better. Yeah. Right. Hmm. Good conversation, boys. I learned something. Let's plug, plug, plug and get ourselves out of here this week, boys. Uh, Matt, we got to plug this week, man. Uh, make sure you subscribe to the YouTube channel. Hit that bell. I know I haven't streamed the last two weeks, but hopefully next week we'll be Power Wash Simulator with the boys. Yeah, I'm in. And the week after that, uh, we'll be this thing that i've been playing multiverses oh <gasps> never mind oh all multiverses one or the other well yeah well i want to play multiverse with you crash though so we need to figure out a time and day that we can do that yeah i can do any monday okay just not next monday when you guys do power watch simulator <laughs> don't say you guys you're, you're in crash if it's full play you're in <laughs> what? Uh? we'll talk about it we'll talk about it <laughs> uh crash what you got to plug uh leave a review on uh podcast services um we know there's loads of you that haven't discord we know we see the numbers we know i know some of your mothers grandmothers your nieces your nephews your brothers your sisters your spouses i know some of them haven't left reviews and if you have access to their phone i count it as you haven't left reviews some of you guys have like five reviews that are missing and i just check up for them all the time they're just not there it's true you know what you need to do i know we've established that it's jesus not jesus but ask yourself what would jesus do okay and we know we know he's reviewed the the podcast 25 times yep on his great great granddaughter's niece's phone so what would jesus do yeah, oh, he, he would. Jesus would WWJD. review the podcast. He would review the podcast. Jesus would review the podcast. <laughs> if you look in the Bible, somewhere in there, there's a review for my Xbox. I guarantee you, there's a scripture there that says, "Liar shall review my Xbox and me podcast on every device that exists." Yeah. Amen. There's something in there we can excuse. I bet you. I bet you. I could find a script. Maybe I'll find a scripture for next week and see how I can. Uh, that seems like one ticket to hell, though. Maybe not. Um. <laughs> Yeah, I've got a I've got a video coming out on my Twitter, Instagram, and TikTok uh, to announce the thing I'm doing with Intel. I'd really, 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 really would appreciate if you guys could go and drop a like on that, retweet it, drop a comment. I don't care if it's an emoji. I don't care if it's a GIF. I don't care if it's some nice text saying congratulations. Please go and support the posts. That's how we can keep doing this show. That's how we can keep the lights on. That's how we can keep doing what it is we do. That's how one day I'll be able to make Crash rich. One day. Probably not. Uh, podcast. Once I get rich. <laughs> 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 
along those lines, um, I would say join the Discord because yes. uh, Fix always drops the tweets in there and then, then you can't get lost. You can't I've, find it. I've made an announcement tab. Oh, okay. To stop clogging up the general tab, which I know, like, I'm, I've made an announcement tab. I was like, I'm gonna be at everyone. That's the announcement tab from now on. Like, yes, please, 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 please. Cool boys. Until next time, it's been a pleasure. I've missed you guys. Until next time, I love you. Leave it. See you all later. Good boys. Bye bye.